0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill,
0: the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or,
2: shoot that, shoot
0: that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms
1: apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into 150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM.
4: Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live as always from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there because that's what TireRack.com does. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, you'd think we planned it out that way, but we didn't. A big trade has just (laughs) gone down in Major League Baseball just moments after we brought you the story. Hey, earlier today, the Angels, through many sources, let everybody know that Shohei Ohtani is off the market. They are not going to trade their star. And Look, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was as simple as a conversation where Ohtani said, hey... Yeah, I don't want to go somewhere for a couple of months. I don't know what's going. You know what? It's it sounds very hectic. It's a little. It's a lot involved. And let's just play out this season and see what happens. And the Angels said, "Okay, fine." I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it 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 actually shook down. Sure. And, so and the, then I
2: spoke part two into existence.
4: You did, and we said, "Hey, and now the, you have to see if the Angels are going to wind up actually being buyers at the deadline." And they are absolutely buyers. And wait till we tell you this trade they just pulled off. With Mike Harmon, Chicago White Sox, the Angels, according to Jeff Passan, finalizing a deal to acquire right-hander Lucas Giolito and reliever Ronaldo Lopez in exchange for catcher Edgar Cuero and left-hander Kai Bush, the number two and three prospects in the Angels organization. That's who is headed for Giolito and Lopez. That's what the Angels are doing. They're finalizing that trade. They are absolutely buying. And why I like the guts, boy, I feel like the White Sox just pulled one over on him. Because, you know, Lopez is a reliever, and he's, and he's been pretty serviceable. Right? He's,
2: he's serviceable. He's solid. The walk rate yeah. is a little higher than you'd like, especially... You know, you're looking at some of the lineups you're facing down the stretch run. You get a little bit nervous, but his strikeout per nine is certainly pretty dominant. So you're hoping to corral the best out of him.
4: Yeah, and Lucas Giolito has been solid mainly for his career right well guy, you've always looked for that big been breakthrough solid. yeah right, right. There,
2: there's one of those starts that are, or he'll go on a little run where you you think it's now he's pushing into that next level kind of like we had with dylan cease uh you know for a hot minute you know mm-hmm. with the year he had a year ago um but now uh you're, you're trying again to see if you can't get one of those stretches down down the home stretch and help propel you into a wild card situation uh to where you can capture the best of him look he's going through a divorce he went public with that a little while ago uh has talked openly that he wanted to stay with the white Sox, but clearly understood the business side of it and what the team needed to do going forward so a little little bit of a uh, refreshing thing for him I, i think he's also a socal kid if i'm remembering correctly
4: you sound depressed, buddy. I'm sorry. You sound depressed. You should be. You got. You got the number
2: two and three no, no, respect no. of the Angels. It is well, well, going when, nowhere. But for the Angels, what does that mean? But it's. <laughs> well, no. Listen, listen. But but look, my team's not going anywhere. No, I mean, no, we're no, 20 games no. back. No, look, we're your terrible. Team stinks. No, your team. I bad. mean, look, they they do everything they can to try to sell me. Hey, here's the uh, here's a home run from Aloy Jimenez. Okay, you know the only thing that showed me was that he was actually in the lineup. Yeah, Sorry, boy, hey, I he's playing. Do no, look, I, I
4: I like that the Angels were gutsy. I like yeah. they went out and they got a starting pitcher and reliever that's going to help them. But wow, the number two and three prospect in the organization. Well, but that's you're showing. Yeah, but, but you're did, showing... Did you need to give that up? I mean, I, I don't know that you well, needed to give that up. I don't know if you needed to give up for Lucas Gialito or Ronaldo Lopez. I don't know that you needed to give up such high prospects. Two and three. That That's like, hey, we're getting Juan Soto. We're getting the top three prospects in the organization. We're getting money. We're getting a player. You got two and three for Giolito and Lopez.
2: just remember it's the Angels organization. So just because it's their top prospects doesn't mean they're well, top prospects. Uh, but, but,
4: I see what you're saying. No, sure, okay. but right. well,
2: it's he's, he's you know... It, <laughs> (laughs) putting the emphasis on the uh, syllables of what I had just done. Uh, But the the idea that, you know, going team to team, right? When we talk about the Dodgers and, you know, all these years for Osprey, you know this well, you know, where they rank, you know, sometimes it's going to be part of where they're playing in the organization. And when the guys get traded away, guess what? The Dodgers knew what they had, hence they were okay with trading those assets away as opposed to other guys who might not have ranked the same by some of the national prospect ranking services. So, you know, what you have, what you've seen. And for the angels, look you've had otani and trout and a couple of years of albert Pujols uh at that start of that contract uh i'd like to say rendon but he's never on the field i hope he's well and a little scary uh update off his the the current injury but the reality is that that hasn't gotten you much so you know what if it's going to cost you a bunch of prospects to go and bolster things even if they're not a-list superstars that come with a 35 million dollar contract uh that you know you you go and you make those deals.
4: I it's look it's it's a it's a good deal because it makes them better right now. But I I just I just don't know that they had to give up what they gave up. I think they kind of got got a little bit in this trade. Well, like, I you,
2: mean, you, look, look they're going to be aggressive right? right now, right? right I but, mean, that that's the thing. You're going to be, you, you might be overly aggressive because you want to show that you're doing uh, a make good and everything you can. You're pushing all the chips to the center of the table to impress Shohei Otani that you're going to uh, to go for it. So that might be, uh, you know, like the guy in, in Seattle. You, you hate the draft day analogy, but everybody's seen the movie where suddenly you're, you get into their their psyche and their desperation and that's kind of where we're at with the angels mm. they've got to put their best foot forward if they have any hope of keeping him around this off season.
4: Like you know, and and I I get that. I'm I'm glad they they are showing that because now Otani has to say, Okay, they're serious, they wanna build a winner here, and maybe this helps me stay. Because in addition, well, in addition to we wanna be better, we wanna also show Shohei Otani that hey, we are dedicated to getting better and making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And maybe the next two months you'll get the taste of what a pennant race is like, and whether we make the playoffs or not, you'll wanna stay. And so, you know, part of that is 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 what's at stake as well with making this trade, but it's it's, you have to understand what you don't need to give up certain things to get it right. Like if you wanted to get Blake Snell, let's just say, who's been lights out the last couple months, he's been a great pitcher, pitched in World Series. That I get okay. We're, we're giving up the second and third uh, uh, prospects in our organization, but Gialito has been a solid guy, and Ronaldo Lopez has been a kind of a solid reliever. And I, I, I don't know that for solid guys, you give up prospects that are at the very top of your farm system. I, I just wow. don't think you had to do that, and I, that's why. Hey, I, for the White Sox. I, I think the Angels got got in that trade. I, I don't know that that's what you have to give up to get those guys. But the the better pitchers that are like, if you're going to go get Marcus Stroman, who's having a really good year, you know, his ERA for the Cubs is right around three, and he's been pitching great. Yeah, that that that's a guy to go get where maybe you're giving up a little bit more. But this, as soon as I saw it, it hit me like, Wow, they really gave up a lot to go get these two guys.
2: No, there's there's certainly that. there's no question about it. I mean the the biggest question going forward is between arms because that's what we've got here in terms of um, the the participants of this trade and you know when you look at Gilito and, and Lopez, uh, is how many of these guys are truly available? Is Stroman really available? Is he a guy that they're looking to trade? Because there've been conflicting reports out of Chicago, uh, you know, to go to the hitting side of things with Bellinger, right? Having a great season, he's been tied to the Yankees, photoshopped in Yankees <laughs> uniform, like no. But I've have literally seen him tied to I think maybe six or seven teams. But there's a lot of reports in Chicago going, well, we, we we're just finding the best of this guy. We got the right field fence, like there's a lot of opportunity here. And that they expect that with the money that the Ricketts have and will spend that they don't necessarily want to purge their top talent, including Stroman. So that, you know, you may have a marketplace that doesn't have those top names. I mean, the Mets even, do they really want to trade Verlander and Scherzer? Maybe, maybe not. Oh,
4: I'd love to be able to trade them. Look, no, 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 but you're not in charge of this. I know, I know you, may, you made yourself the grand poobah. They're going to be Dodgers. Let's, let's make that put. They're going to be Dodgers. The Dodgers are going to get both those guys. Both those guys. Just thinking of both those guys. It'll be James Outman for Verlander and Scherzer. That's the trade.
2: There you go. That's all we need. You want, you want to chime in on that there, Prosper. <laughs> we
4: don't we don't have enough guys that aren't even hitting 260 in the lineup. We need a guy to get a 245.
2: No, yeah, but, but when he gets a hold on, boy, oh, it's yeah, sure, fun sure. and it's thrilling, just like last night. We now, don't have enough
4: dumb buttons, Mike, for me to chime tonight? in. There.
2: Well, that's what I figured. You were being judicious <laughs> and cautious with uh, any kind of interjection you may have there.
4: Now, for Otani, and, and meaning that he's going to go through the Angels going for it, right? They're four games out of the wild card. Now they have a bunch of teams to leapfrog, but you don't need to look at that right now. You don't really look at the teams you have to jump ahead of till you get to September. Just keep playing baseball, and and a cut. You know, one team will keep playing well, a couple of teams won't. You don't know how it's going to go. You can't you can't keep looking. All oh, this team, this team. wait till the last month, and that's when you see. Okay, who is we got to leapfrog? So they're sitting right now, and they played pretty well, right? They won seven of their last mm-hmm. time. So and this decision that was made to go for it. Uh, if you're looking to blame somebody, to not have Otani be traded, blame the Yankees. Because I guarantee you that changed everything for them when they tried to look are we going to be sellers? Are we not? Do we keep Otani? Do we not? Personally, I, like I said, I'm sure Otani walked up and said, no, I don't want to go anywhere. It's a little bit mm-hmm. of a weird thing. But for the team to believe in themselves, sweeping the Yankees, I guarantee you that was it. I well, it's one of the teams session, you're looking directly at. Absolutely. We're better than they are. We don't have Mike Trout, and we got issues right now. We just swept the Yankees. That was what convinced them no let's look to see if we can be buyers at the deadline well, and try to extend Otani and his time with us whether it's for two months or another 10 years whatever it's going to be
2: well because that's the other part of it you just mentioned his name you it's you know like getting that big off-season acquisition right that guy got hurt you know in training camp we talk NFL it's like well you get him back and now he's ready to go same thing here Trout hasn't played and they've been playing good baseball and, and staying in the mix I don't know what he'll be coming back. I don't know how quickly he he comes to the rescue. But if he's there in September and can give you some meaningful plate appearances... Who's to say you don't have a little bit of juice left uh, as you get to the end of the regular season and get in? Mike, my war in October is higher than Trout's. Oh. He doesn't have a lot of October <laughs> at bats. Does he have enough for a legitimate sample no, size at no, this point? No, no sample size it, for Mike Trout. I, I don't think he's got more than 30 at bats, and that's no. including uh, regular season oh, games oh. drifting to October 1st and 2nd.
4: Hey, we got a makeup game from the rain out in July. We're going to play on October 1st. All right, fine, fine. We'll do it. Uh, so there you go. The <laughs> Angels are buyers. They will keep Shohei Otani. They get a couple of solid pitches from the White Sox, but boy, they overpaid. But hey, desperation is a stinky cologne. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
1: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, The King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere
2: you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders.
0: VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
2: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need.
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
3: There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- <laughs> craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
5: This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
4: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the com studios. We'll get to the night that was for the women's national team coming up in a couple minutes, but uh, you know everybody awoke today. With the shocking news of the death of Sinead O'Connor, 56 years old. Uh, no details yet. She had had a very difficult last year. Her son committed suicide, and her last social media post was about trying to deal with that. It it was, I can't imagine what the last year uh, had been like for her. And just, you know, shocking to see this. And look, you've heard a lot of different things all day about her and it's just a sad it's, it's a sad story she's had a she had a very difficult life she you know she was uh she was incredibly popular and then and then she had the instance where she ripped up the picture of the pope on saturday night live and she had to hear for years how that just derailed her career and all these different things but so let's do a little bit something different with sinead o'connor because this is the song she is known for and everybody knows this song, and I'll be honest with you, Mike, I listen to this song all the time, whether it's the Sinead O'Connor version or the Chris Cornell version, which I, it, it's hard to improve on the Sinead O'Connor version, but I, I don't know, I've always just loved this song, because in, in music is imperfect, Right, And I think that's what any musician will tell you, that mu- music is imperfect. And creating a perfect song is really difficult. I mean, there's always something, oh, we could have done this better. The guitar could have been better here. The mix could have been better here. The lyric could have. Uh, music is very imperfect, but that's rock and roll, right? That's what you say. Hey, it's rock and roll. It's not perfect, but boy, is it something. This song is is one of those songs, those few songs that's perfect. Uh, her singing it, the lyrics, the music, Everything comes together, and when you think of the song, you can't not think of it, and not think of the video, which was groundbreaking at the time, which was just her on camera, no cuts for the three and a half minutes the song is. When when videos, when people watch them, you had a camera cut every three seconds because we had to we had to keep it going, and everybody watching it. And this is just her, her singing and the emotion during it. It kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, nothing compares to you. Is it, it, it this execution of it from Princess? writing to giving it to her because she made it into into this kind of hit. Th- this is a perfect song and, and, and that's really tough to attain.
2: Well, I mean look, perfection, eye of the beholder, right? I, I can't say that I'd listen to this one in Oh, it's a lot of years uh, at this point. It's certainly not uh, part of my rotation, but I remember it uh, when it was in heavy rotation. Any radio station, uh, the old, it doesn't have to be old to be a classic. It was one that cut through. It's like, this is one that we're, we're going to put in, uh, in between your Led Zeppelin and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, because uh, it, it does resonate that way. Uh, and certainly lyrically. Really, you're listening Everything. where they would play this? Then they would play Crosby, Still's and that? No, no, but like it showed up in the classic rock stations. Okay. Is my point? Right. Like when it wasn't classic rock, like it was a in its release time. I remember it vividly. That you know, all of a sudden to be like, you know, we we normally do this, and then they changed the tagline to "It doesn't have to be old to be a classic" because they wanted to start including. You know songs like this that were popular, right? Because look, you, you're, you're trying to grab more people in, right? As, as you, you do, you don't you don't go narrow. It's like we're broadcasting, right? Same thing on your on your radio station. So you tried to include some of the newer music, and the fact that it was penned by Prince allowed you perhaps a little more uh, artistic license uh, to grab it as part of those uh, playlists. But yeah, the vi- video. When everybody else was spending a million dollars, two million dollars, how many backup dancers, how big a spectacle can you make? That that it was that simple. We'll will always be there, showing that you know beauty can be in the simple things that we build up way too much. I'm talking about you all, you guys talking to AI and CGI and everything uh, with, with all the strikes we've got going in our entertainment business. But uh, tremendous voice. I, I just read an account from uh, Rob Schneider uh, reacting, you know, to her passing, talking about that episode and, and ripping up the picture of the Pope where he was in the middle of you know quick changes, right in a bunch of. Scandals that night and just talking about how that was just such a real moment that takes you out of the show's conceit right we do stuff you laugh it may not be the most hilarious thing but you get what we're going at so you're there to have a good time and in that moment stuff got real Right where everybody was now having deep thoughts about what it meant, what it meant for her, what it meant uh, overall, and and certainly you know being a, a performer that night, saying how the sketches thereafter f- just never landed, right? Yeah. a couple of isolated laughs, etc. But showing about you know that relationship with the audience and what you're there for uh, has now been transformed. Uh, in, and he he referenced the Oscars, you know, and the Will Smith chris rock slap right of how the rest of the night it was no longer a celebration of anything everybody's looking around going what the hell happens next so same thing here but a long career you read the bio uh, a tortured soul from from childbirth you know talking about being abused as a kid and everything i mean just a tough tough life hopefully finding you know, some peace, uh, whatever details come out. I mean, in the end, it it, it doesn't matter. Hopefully she's at peace.
4: Mm. Rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor, uh, 56 years old.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon
4: weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
6: Big story of the night, we watch it happen here, the
4: United States tie the Netherlands 1-1. So everything's still within the United States grasp of being able to move on to the next round. They trailed 1-0 at halftime and then they get a big goal in the second half from Lindsey Horan uh, to get that 1-1 draw and they were clearly the better team once the second half mm-hmm. hit. Now, I'm going to say this to go bigger picture. We talked we talked uh, the 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 micro a little bit ago about Trinity Rodman and Lindsey Horan and 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 Rose Lavelle, will get to them in a few minutes. But I got to say, I still feel exactly the same after two games as I felt going in. I know they were the prohibitive favorites because when you win two World Cups, of course you're going to be the favorite to come in and win the third. But they had a lot of questions. You have a lot of new players that you're wondering, how are they going to respond to the bright lights of a World Cup? And so far, the answer has been not great. Who's going to score? Somebody else besides Alex Morgan has to score, and Alex Morgan has been uneven at best in the tournament so far. She has blown three or four plays single-handedly that could have resulted in goals. So those issues are still there. It doesn't mean they stink. It doesn't mean they're not going to win, but I feel exactly the same. I don't feel better. I don't feel worse because they've been playing well enough, and clearly the Netherlands, one of the top teams in the draw, and they played them to a draw here, okay but all the questions I have are still out there and the main one is there Mike Harmon do they have enough firepower to win the World Cup or they have enough players that can score goals because I don't think they do you saw tonight Sophia Smith was basically invisible and she was one of the best players uh, in the last game against Vietnam she's a player they need to score goals and tonight boy I don't know how many times even said her name uh, on the broadcast it was a big dearth of being able to have your chances to get good chances and finish Trinity Rodman was a good player but the last 20 minutes I don't know what she was doing half the time she missed some easy chances she had a lot of chance to set up goals and it just didn't happen I still have that question. I look at the way this tournament is going, and I still see in the knockout round teams saying, we can play the United States to a draw and take our chances and penalties. Or maybe we get a great counter early on, get a 1-0 lead, and we can sit on that lead all the way through, because we know they're not going to come down and score and score and score again. Megan Rapino's only going to play a few minutes. She didn't even get in the game tonight. They could have used her in the last 10 minutes when they were dominating play. Alex Morgan's not the same. You saw the first two games going, Wow, what's up with Alex Morgan? So you know teams—they're not scared of the United States, and the ones that even though aren't as good as them, hey, we can play you zero-zero, and we'll get to penalties, and we'll take our chances. That's how I see this going for the United States when we get to the knockout round. And I'll tell you, I—I—I I, I, I don't know that you can—that you can evade the tiger uh, so long all the way to the end, not getting bitten at least once. With hey, we didn't play a great game, we couldn't score, we go to penalties, and we're hoping to come out when penalties are a toss-up.
2: Yeah, I mean, we take it game to game and, and try to see improvement. And certainly, uh, it looked a little more cohesive, at least early in the game. And then Netherlands took over. Is it the or we just call it Netherlands? Let's just hey, go it
4: Netherlands. Nether- or Netherlands. The Netherlands. Yeah, we'll just go Netherlands. Remember when they were Holland? Uh, the, they were Holland for a while. Or we too. just
2: say the Dutch. Holland, the Dutch. Um, but it's three yeah, names. So, that's pretty cool. You can be the Dutch. You can be Holland, well, the Netherlands. That's it. Uh, you that's know, it's right. a lot of merch you can sell. Yeah. Uh, different color combinations, the whole nine yards. Oh, as yeah. yeah, to yeah, that yeah, um, yeah. peach. Thing that they're rocking uh, here in the tournament. But, which uh, wait, which
4: which which Spider-Man was it? Where uh, Tom Holland winds up with the Netherlands fans in the uh, oh
2: oh oh. Was it Far from Home or was that I that I was think far, that's far from, from home, home? Right, he it yeah. with the Netherlands. Spider-Man, <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man, exactly. and Spider-Man, and Spider-Man. That's right. Spider-Man. We at least once a show. There's a Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Eh? Spider-Man. Uh, but look, the first ten minutes or so, there was some cohesiveness. Right, there's some passing, some, some not uh, you know crisp I- advancement to to. Show shot opportunities but at least a little more cuz even against Vietnam with all those shots on goal it, it never felt like that was that was really clicking right it, And in part of that was the defensive strategy of we're not going to get scored on 15 times uh employed by Vietnam so anything that started to get towards the box well there's it you packed it in like you're I don't know defending Jonathan Taylor and you're not Jim Irsay. See what I did there? Uh, but it's the as the game wore on, Netherlands took care of business most of the first half. We, we cited the stats, possession, and just the, the execution there. United States, you got more of it after the big foul from uh, Vandedonk on Horan. And then all of a sudden, it was a, uh, all right, everybody woke up, right? That's the smelling salts uh, on, uh, for this squad. But at times, they just looked really slow. Old and out of sync, Uh, as you talked about, Alex Morgan, a couple of times, just the losing where she was on the field right offsides and then having to pull the ball back because she's in an offsides position or the time that she was offside quite clearly Not didn't need the video evidence didn't need to really do any review no nope, pretty clear there and then she was doing the corner kicks because Rapino never came in so you know it's a, it's a much different flow so going forward do you get your normal substitution patterns how much does Lavelle being back on the pitch with a higher minute count and the energy she brings and aggressiveness because let's face it, she came out looking to add up a body count, man. This was Brendan Gleeson in... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in gangs in New York with his club going, alright, there's yeah. another notch. She got I knocked a, she, her
4: down. She got a yellow like three minutes into it. Exactly. She, she walked on, on on the field to start the second half and then she got a yellow right away. It's like,
1: wow,
2: okay. She came in uh, a house of fire and angry. So, But they needed that. She and Horan, they're going to be absolutely pivotal to what they're doing. Smith, Rodman, you see the individual dominance at times but trying to, to corral that and, and really make that a more consistent Thing because Rodman had a couple of opportunities as well, where then she took a heavy touch uh, and a giveaway, or a, a couple where it just was too soft. It's like ah, oh, I see you. I'm getting it there. It's like no, no, no. You can't poke the ball ahead. You still have to have some crispness uh, as you're as you're getting inside the 18. So uh, I, I still have hope here. U.S.A. U.S.A. Yeah, but it's yeah, not that hope it is It dire just, for a while.
4: It's 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 exactly the same because I like the way they fought back. I didn't like how they played the beginning. They needed they needed something to to get on to step it up in the second half. And so I, I I mean I feel exactly the same. Do I do I think that they can go all the way? Sure. Can they lose in the knockout round at any point? They can at any point in the knockout though, round. Well, that's they can the story
2: lose. of this tournament. though. Yeah, at any like point. all the top seeded teams. There's Warts.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I watched the game. The one thing I was really surprised with the Netherlands tonight, the one thing I was really surprised at, yes, United States scored off a set piece. And, and, and that was great. You know, Lavelle's corner and Lindsey Horan's goal was, was fantastic. Yep. But I really was surprised that the Netherlands didn't say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to park the bus now. We're gonna park the bus, and we're gonna stop you from getting any sort of any sort of penetration. Because once the United States scored that goal, it was hey, they showed hey we can do this now, and that's the I said the Netherlands you have to sit back and go we're we're beating the United States one nothing they're not really getting in on us we got to park the bus we got to keep everybody back and let they're gonna get tired because their older players will get tired and the younger players were not sure what they can do. I was really surprised that they were the U.S. was able to go up and down the uh, the field as much as they were able to, even before the goal, because uh, you're trying to win this game, right? You're trying to beat the United States, you're trying to put mentally in their head they're not as good, and who knows what could happen against Portugal, and if, if you could wind up knocking them out, of the, they could wind up getting knocked out of the tournament if they lose this game. I really was stunned that that wasn't the strategy. It's not the most exciting soccer, I get right. it, but when you're up one nothing, and the United States hasn't trailed in a U.S. Women's World Cup game in 12 years, uh, I, I, I gotta think you have to go back and say, hey, you're you're not getting through, you're not getting any shots on us. I was really surprised.
2: Bleed it out. Bleed the clock and limit opportunities because it really did open up for the U.S. They had some glorious chances, some near misses. Uh, look, Netherlands had one or two. I mean, they only had one technically one shot on goal, but yeah. one that uh, rolled through harmlessly, uh, you know, from an angle that just misses a post. And then there there was a, a defensive breakdown and, and a shot just over over the crossbar. So, I mean, they certainly uh, need to tighten up uh, the defense. But you know what? After the early struggles and where you were at halftime, hey, man, Succeed and proceed. You got your point. Move on.
4: <laughs> Twitter at How about a fresca? X at How about a Fresca? X at How about a Fresca? X. Swollen Dome from Mike. We'll have more on the U.S. women's national team coming up next hour on the show. But straight ahead, do we have a big NFL bowl prediction coming off of some big news today? That's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, weekdays at 10 PM Eastern, 7 p.m.
2: Pacific.
4: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon.
2: I need a gun for aliens.
4: <laughs> we'll get we'll get to aliens who apparently are among us now. Oh yeah, I mean, really? Do you think the guy in the government just watched too much Secret Invasion? Yeah, there's scrolls, They're all among us now.
5: Well,
2: I mean, look—if you want to do misdirection from anything else <laughs> in our world that people may be uh, fearing, you know, the economy, uh, things at sea, natural disasters, etc. Uh... What do you do? Hey, the aliens are here! Uh... Wait, what? <laughs> All I'm thinking of is that scene from Independence Day. Is that glass bulletproof?
4: No, sir. It's just you, <laughs> the aliens. What do you expect us to do? Die?
2: We expect you to die. <laughs> we've lost you now it's all yes. over that's in the aliens here. oh yeah yeah no aliens
4: are here aliens that's a pretty big story that's a pretty big story it's kind uh, of a big deal yeah, yeah. We'll, have, we'll have more on the aliens coming up in about 10 minutes and ufos not just aliens and ufo we have ufos too uh but big story in the nfl today bryce young number one overall pick in the draft has officially ascended to the number one job head coach Frank Reich saying say very oh by the way at Panthers camp they report oh yeah yeah Bryce is our QB one and I love the move right they brought him in they said you're going to start off as the number two work your way we're going to give you a chance with the ones they did during mini camp. they like what they saw he's the number one quarterback and I love it because they're not postponing the future Bryce Young's either going to be a good quarterback or or he's not. And there's only so much you can take from a guy sitting. Now, what's the difference between a guy like Bryce Young and Zach Wilson? You're worried about, oh, they're going to they're gonna ruin him like they worried Zach Wilson. There's a couple of differences. When you put a quarterback in a position to succeed, you have a better chance to succeed. The Jets put Zach Wilson out there with a defensive-minded head coach who the best weapon he had was Corey Davis. Didn't have any run. The Jets running backs were Tevin Coleman and and, and Michael Carter, who's still trying to hold on to his career two years later. Corey Davis was the best wide receiver they had. Corey Davis was okay. Was he great? No. The Jets did nothing to help Zach Wilson succeed because Robert Sala is a defensive coach. And the entire time it was, don't make mistakes, don't make mistakes, don't make mistakes, don't make mistakes. And eventually that's going to get into a quarterback's head. And they didn't put him in a position to succeed to the point where he didn't know what he was seeing on the field seeing downfield, and the kid's an absolute mess. The Panthers, different story. Let's surround him with some talent. You got a couple of pretty good running backs in Chuba Hubbard and Miles Mm -hmm. Sanders. You got some really good weapons at wide receiver. Where are they game breakers? No, but are they pretty good players? Yeah. You got Jonathan Mingo in the first round. Adam Thielen, you got from the from the Vikings, is still pretty serviceable. D.J. Chark makes plays. Lavisca Chanol makes plays. Right. Terrace Marshall, you brought him up last hour. He's a guy they're expecting Mm -hmm. great things from. With Bryce Young's ability to see the field, and and this is what sets him apart, he sees the field just as good or better than anybody coming to the league the last 10 years. His field vision is incredible. You have enough players that are going to be able to get open. He will find the right guys. may not be a year where one guy has great stats. It might just be spread all around, kind of like Mahomes likes to do outside of Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. But he is going to have a big season, and I'll tell you this right now. He'll finish as one of the top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL, and the Panthers are going to win the NFC South. It's a down year in the division. I'm not saying the Panthers are going to win 15 games, but Bryce Young is the real thing, and he's in a position to succeed. He's got an offensive head coach. The division is weak. He will finish top 15 quarterback, and the Panthers win the NFC South.
2: I like the excitement. Certainly the division is there for the taking, so uh, the changes they made, it obviously displaces my QB1 and Andy Dalton, so I'm a little salty there. Uh, but you, you talk about the veteran receivers that you've assembled, and and the signing of Adam Thielen. While he's not the same explosive player he once was in Minnesota. He gets to be that next post up guy, that next move those chains, keep drives alive, and be a nice safety valve uh, along with you know Hurst and Thomas, the two tight end set. You mentioned the running backs; it all works. Let's see what the offensive line is. Defensively, you know you got some players there, so I'm I'm curious to watch how it flows. I I think it's it's certainly an interesting mix that you've assembled. Marshall's a big play guy, 28 receptions last year, 17.5 per catch, so big play possibilities are there. I may or may not have already drafted him in a fantasy <laughs> league, which is why that data point is sure. fresh in my mind. Well, sure. cause I, it's that analyst draft where I have to explain why I picked the guy, uh-huh. and this was obviously assuming Young would be QB1, because that's the other part of this. I think we all assume that's where this was headed. Like he was really ne- going to need to throw up all over himself in camp to make this a, a, any kind of a decision for the coaching staff, but it's good that they get it out of the way to get things started because the hype machine uh, can get rolling and you can get all excited and we can talk Panthers football. Because, look, man, if it goes badly, when it goes badly, we're not going to talk about them.
4: It's not going badly. They're going to win the division. I'm telling you. They're going to win the division. Baker it's not Mayfield. going badly.
2: Not going badly. Look, Derek Carr's in a division he might actually be able to win. (laughs) It's not. He now,
4: wins best that, accent. That division yeah. that division is awful. That division is Now I want him on awful.
2: quarterback. <laughs> What's your preparation look like and then you show him watching Elvis? Well,
4: what I do is wherever I am I try to go with the accent with the team. So uh had a little bit last year, don't know why cuz Vegas is kind of on the west coast but you know Elvis is Vegas so I had a little Vegas going on. Now, now I got to step it up a little bit here now. I'm a dad in New Orleans. I got cayenne pepper, onion, garlic Woo! They're going to have some alligator wings. When I get down to Bourbon Street, I'm going to step it up a little bit here. And then if I get traded somewhere else, I could just put a generic accent on like this until I figure out the regional dialect and make it go from there.
2: <laughs> Gumbo, yo. I led you right to it.
4: Twitter and' about a fresca, Mike. It's Swollen nice. Dome. Coming up next, we got aliens and a $33 million story coming your way, Fox. I don't like
2: saucers. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
5: Let's go places.